God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blen, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 303 of our podcast. Well, BC Family, our series continues as we look at the Word of God a little closer. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bible, your notebook, something to write with, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with the Word of the Week. And that word is provoked. That's what's coming up next. our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing BlendCouragesYou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the Word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast. There are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from blendcouragesyou.com here with your podcast on the go. So for the month of July, 2023, I am doing a special series entitled The Word of the Week. Now, I used to do this BCU fam years ago via video, so still out there on YouTube, got away from it and decided that this is a good time to resurrect that particular series. And I'm doing it for the month of July, and I may start to do it uh, in the future. We'll see what happens as the Lord leads I love words and etymology, as I've said before, and it's interesting when we look at the Word of God, how we can break things down to make sure it's understandable and how we can apply it to our daily lives. So I am teaching a series, just finishing up as of this recording, a series on 1 Corinthians chapter 13, on what love is and what love is not. And very recently, we talked about one of the things that love does not do. And 1 Corinthians 13 and 5 says that love is not easily provoked. Now, in the New Testament, as many of you all know, that was originally written in Aramaic and in Greek. So I looked up the word provoked uh, in Greek just to get a better and more deeper understanding. And I came away with a couple of different revelations. Now, the Greek text for provoked is 
Paro Suno. Paro Suno, and that's the word provoked. And it's a compound word of para, P-A-R-A, meaning alongside. And then Suno, and here it's O-X-S-U-S, which means to poke, to prick, or to stick as with a sharpened instrument. So if we put those words together, it portrays someone who comes alongside another person and then begins to poke, prick, or stick that person with some short sort of sharpened instrument. And what happens is, is that picking and sticking provokes the other individual and usually that ends up in a more violent and aggressive situation. Now, with provoking, there are a couple of different ways that we can go. And the first I'd like to talk about is irritation because one of the definitions of being provoked is being irritated. And this spoke to me so loudly, BCU fam, as I was doing some research, because with being irritated, it may not be a sin to be irritated, uh, but it is weight. And irritableness or irritability is a synonym or a definition of provoke. So we could actually say love is not easily irritated. Oh, so we're not provoked. We're not kindled to anger. It's not supposed to be that way easily. Now, some of us may have our anger under control. Do we get irritable very easily? And really, when we're irritated, a lot of times it's it's a selfish spirit is what it is. I, I want to be gentle with the BCU fam. Can't be gentle. Just have to say what it is. It really is rooted in selfishness. And this is a hard pill to swallow. We have to, we have to make sure that we're not easily irritated. So irritation does not have any roots in righteousness. Um, it's all selfishness because typically we get irritated when we are denied something, if someone tells us no, if there is a delay in what it is we're looking for, or if we're disrupted or interrupted. So, for example, I enjoy peace and quiet. I love quiet tranquility. Now, I enjoy people and enjoy all the happenings and things like that uh, because of my introverted personality. After all of the excitement, I need some quiet to just recharge. Love that. Now, when I'm in my quiet space and I am disrupted, it can cause irritation. I can remember a few weeks ago, I think it is now, that for some reason I had the worst sinus headache that I've had. I haven't had a sinus headache like that in years. And I'm not a big medication taker. I know what to do, thank the Lord, to try to get things calmed down uh, with my head. And I just wanted some rest and some relief from the intense pain that I was feeling. 
So because that was delayed, it can cause or cause some irritability. Another thing to think about is, is that I do not like to be tardy, especially as it relates to things that I'm doing for the Lord, things for work. I don't like to keep people waiting if at all possible because I don't like to be kept waiting unnecessarily. Now, things come up sometimes. That's not what I'm saying. If we are habitually late or just not managing our time correctly, that can be an irritant because there's a delay there or denial there. Or it might be disrupting what I have planned. So you all get the idea. It's, it's all around self. And what we have to remember is, is that while we can respond in an irritated, clap back, snarky sort of way, and perhaps that person is negligent and not doing what they're doing and, and causing some delays and situations like that, that very well could be. Our response, BCU fam, is to make sure that we respond in love. Amen. And we can have a conversation with the individual around whatever it is that we are irritated about. We just don't want to have an irritated spirit when we're having that conversation. And this brings us back to James chapter 1, verse number 19, that says we're to be slow to speak slow to wrath. See, the irritation often leads to that wrath. Amen. If, if we continue to dwell on that and we need to be quick to hear. And of course, being quick to hear is not just to hear the individual, but to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying as to how we are to handle the situation. Amen. So this is a test for me, BCU fam, and I thank the Lord for it because it helps us, as the Lord is talking to us, it helps us to do better and to take a breath, to, to say a prayer before we go to respond, to ask the Lord to help us not to respond in a way that is going to escalate the situation, rather in love. Love is not easily provoked or easily irritated. Now, with provoked, I want to go back to that definition once again. And it can also mean, of course, one who comes alongside another and begins to poke, prick, or stick that person as with some sort of sharpened instrument. And that poking and that, that sticking will eventually provoke the other individual to a verbal and sometimes a physical altercation. And many times that poking and that sticking is not necessarily physical, not all the time. A lot of times it starts with words. And this is related to the irritation. This takes things a little bit further, BCU fam, because the irritation can lead to a, a sharpened contention that can separate people. So I want to take you all very quickly to Acts chapter 15. Acts chapter 15. And for the sake of time, I am going to give you a synopsis of what's happened up until where we want to start reading. And that's in verse number 27. 
And as always, I recommend to read the chapter before and the chapter after, as well as the chapter that we're speaking of, so that you have a full context of what's happening. So in Acts chapter 15, in the King James Version, we have Paul and Barnabas who are in Antioch, home from their first missionary journey. And there is a little situation here where there are some Jewish people who insist that the newly saved Gentiles have to convert to Judaism. So they, because the Jews follow certain laws, they felt like the Gentiles needed to follow those as well, which included circumcision and some of the other rules and laws that the Jews kept. So what Paul and Barnabas were doing was looking to try to, to get a negotiation here. What can we do? Because, you know, you don't have to keep these laws anymore. Uh, and, and the Gentiles never did have to keep them. And the Jews didn't have to keep them. They were just still attached to this because this is new. The church age is new. So they're looking to see how we can compromise, how there can be a compromise. So um, Paul and Barnabas uh, get together and they write a letter that the Gentiles should make some concessions, mostly dietary, which will make sure that there is some unity or cohesion with the Jews in the congregation. So let's go to Acts chapter 15, verse number 27. Read about that and then see what happens. We have sent, therefore, Judas and Silas, who shall also tell you the same things by mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. So that circumcision wasn't necessary, but in verse 29, here's what the Gentiles should do. That ye abstain from meats offered to idols, and from blood, and from things strangled, and from fornication, from which if you keep yourselves, ye shall do well. Fare ye well. So that's all that needed to happen. So when they were dismissed, they came to Antioch, and when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter or the epistle, which when they had read, they rejoiced for the consolation. Now, this was divisive, BCU fam. This was a situation. And here, everyone is happy. It, it worked out. And that's the way we should work out things in the body of Christ. That's another podcast for another time. Verse number 32 says, And Silas and Judas, being prophets also themselves, exhorted the brethren with many words and confirmed them. So Silas and Judas brought this letter, and here they are rejoicing and encouraging the people of God. And after they had tarried their space, they were let go in peace from the brethren unto the apostles. Notwithstanding, it pleased Silas to abide there still. Verse 35 says, Paul also and Barnabas continued in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. Now, we've got these concessions, we've got rejoicing, we've got the word of God being preached and people being blessed by what's happening. This is sometimes where the provoking can come in. So we have to be so mindful of this. Take a look here at verse number 36. 
And some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, that actually, that's a good thing. Let's check and see how everyone's doing. Now, here's where an issue comes in. Verse 37 says, and Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. But Paul thought not good to take him with them who departed from them from Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. So in verse number 38, what happened here is, is that there was a situation with John Mark uh, back in Acts chapter 13. I believe it's right around verse number 13. And for some reason, he did not continue with the work. And Paul says, no, I don't think this is a good idea. Now, I don't know if Paul was holding on to that situation uh, as a grudge. Not sure if he just felt like the, that John Paul was not, I'm sorry, that uh, John Mark was not the person to take with. I don't know if the Lord told him that. The scriptures are not clear. What we do know is, is that this caused a situation because in verse 39, it says, and the contention, the provoking, the poking, the sticking, the words were so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed unto Cyprus. And Paul chose Silas and departed, being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God. And verse number 41 ends the chapter by saying it. He went through Syria and Sicilia, confirming the churches. So I say all this, BCU fam, because verse 39 is really where we are landing, is that there was a sharp argument. There was provoking between uh, these men of God. And listen, things happen where we don't always agree. So I don't, certainly am not here to uh, say anything bad about Paul. Uh, the Lord chose him to do his work and Paul had to learn and go through things just like we all do. And, and this is a learning experience for us. So uh, what happened here is, is that there was a departing because of the provoking of the words. And my point here is, is that we never want to have conversations with people, BCU fam, where our words are so sharp and they poke and stick people where we no longer can have a relationship. There are times where we have to have conversations where we don't agree, where we have differing opinions, where we have opposing viewpoints, where we feel strong in what it is that we are saying and what we believe. And it is okay to be passionate and it is okay to stand by what you feel the Lord is telling you. What's not okay is that we use our words to hurt people. The sticks and the stones do break bones, absolutely. And words will hurt us. That is one of the 
biggest lies that we tell. Words will never hurt us. And I understand the thought process behind it. The word of God says differently. And we can't go by the, the, the world uh, with their gods. We have to go by what the word of God says. So we don't want to provoke someone with our words. Even if we feel like we're right, we feel like they are wrong, they have to be taught a lesson. God knows how to word our mouths so that we can say things to help the person to see uh, what it is that God is telling them as long as we are going by what God is saying and we're not in our flesh. And if that person does not acquiesce, if they don't uh, take on what you're thinking or what have you, then we need to learn, BCU fam, to back off and let the Lord take it the rest of the way. I'm reminded of a situation with uh, who I thought was a friend of mine where we hadn't had any words whatsoever. And I reached out to this individual to find out what was going on and hadn't really gotten a good response back. You know, at this point, I've done everything that I can do and I have to leave that situation in the hands of the Lord. Otherwise, I may be uh, provoking that individual. They may not be ready to speak yet. They may not be ready to talk. They may be going through something personal, health-wise, not sure what's happening. What I do know is to pray. So that is our charge, is to make sure that we are not the provokers. And then if we are the provoke we need to respond in love. If there's love there, it's not going to be easily provoked or irritated. Amen? Amen. So BCU fam, I tell you this word, (laughs) this is really BCU fam correcting and reproving me. It has admonished and encouraged, but I can feel the correction all over the place. And I praise God for a softened heart to be able to feel it. So with the help of the Lord, I'm going to make sure that I am answering, put a little bit more love into what it is I'm doing. And I'm hopeful that you're encouraged to do the same. You know what? Let's pray about it. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, we want to thank you for the word of God and for the very time of reminder, Lord, that we are not to be easily provoked or irritated when it comes to our interactions with others. Help us, Lord, to be mindful of the things that trigger our irritability and to take those in you. Take those to you, Lord Jesus, and for you to take those away. We don't want to operate in a selfish way. Thank you.
program for support and for tuning in.